Yo, what's going on, folks? Your boy Tyrone here from Energy Brainstorm. I wanted to been searching, searching, finding, and uh, this this is a little short, a little cut. I want to explain something here before we start the podcast. Is that uh, I feel that us as brewers, okay, some of us, some might not see my inside of this. This is you know personally my personal opinion, but uh. To me, I found a new anthem for for brewers, for the ones that when you brew a deck and the haters, although you, deck could be good, the deck could be awesome. Deck is awesome. They say it's garbage. You scrap it. They play it. They take credit for it. Pretty much, you know, I had that done done to me myself multiple other people you know you know maybe not the ones that you see on like a pro tours and stuff like that whatever thing but like you know this as personal brewers i'm surely this happened to some of the pros as well but uh, I, I found the theme song that i will play either at the end or beginning of the podcast from now on that we can hear probably not every single time but Maybe certain events, something pop pop on. So, if you hear it, ride with it. This is just pretty much for y'all to ride in your cars. Listen back and chill and think about, you know, all the haters out there. They can eat it. So, this song is here by uh, uh, my homeboy, uh, Kid Cuddy. You know, I don't know him personally, but still. I think this song, you know, pretty much, you know, the fives of pretty much all the haters out there at his brewers, you know, the ones that really say, what's the point of brewing decks? You guys are stupid. Just play what other people play. So, pretty much the song's out there, out there. Or just there's anybody in particular. So, once again, the name of the song is uh, King Wizard by Kid Cudi. I have now put this down as the new theme song for for brewers to all the haters out there so y'all sit back enjoy and remember this is mdg brainstorm exclusive you cannot hear this on mdg cast because the uh, lyrics that doesn't the song that i don't want to play and put on there so remember keep cutting keep music this is me and my niggas my family the people that care about me and my fans fuck all these other niggas I introduce to you my homie, the man that's here for the people, FNM Brewer, hero of the community, my man Tyrone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me here today. I want to appreciate everyone coming here to the podcast. I'm here for you. I'm here for the community. I'm here for the little ones that sitting here playing magic on FNM. I am your FNM hero. I am the community hero. Thank you. And come to me. Come join me here at MTG Brainstorm. Yo, what's going on? What's good? It's your boy Tyron here for another episode of MTG Brainstorm, episode 46. That's right. I am back here again at the another great week of Magic Pro Tour going on. 
all that jazz, man. It was just, just amazing, amazing magic this weekend. It was just freaking awesome. But I got to tell you something. I got something more amazing in the Pro Tour. This is my homeboy, Marcel. What's up, buddy? Oh, what's up, my brother? It feels good to be back yet again. I love coming on the show. I love being able to chop it yeah, up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, give me little breaks. I know that financial stuff's a little bit tricky here and there. Talking about picking your boxes and uh, what, what y'all call them? The uh, like you said, uh, no, no, not the piece of weed, like bulks. Yeah, you talking about what's bulks and all that kind of stuff like that. Trying to pick the right card. They said pick your cards, pick of the week. So everybody's like, ah. I picked this one, and they're like, oh, I was going to pick that one. So, you know, it's going to give you this little break this week, talk about some, some, uh, you know, homie magic. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, thanks again, man, for joining on. And, uh, I also have to, have to mention this. Um, I, uh, put this on the, uh, on, on Twitter earlier. I blame, um, I blame Kevin Metal and, uh, uh, and, uh, uh Maddie Studios for this. And also I blame you a little bit too for it, Mr. Marcel. Is that my name is Tyrone and I'm addicted to Popper. I, oh, dude, I'm telling you, I just I just wanted to play Magic. I just just wanted to play, you know. I was like, my Werewolf deck was fine, and I just realized I made like three decks, made three proper decks, all different colors, just for the crap of cards I got. I mean, it was it was nothing. I was like, okay, and I spent fifty, like what, no, fifty five, I guess point fifty five, whatever. Got six cards to fit in my my Red Worlds proper deck, you know. Got some uh, volcanic uh, some volcanic streams. And uh, and all oh, those madcaps or whatever one from Innistrad. Mad yeah, madcap skill. skills, man. Everybody quits on me once I get that on the dude. It's it's over. It's like pop pop volcanic strength boom that. Okay, you can't block. Oh, and it's uh, it's more of a, a uh, what's it called um uh stalemate because I I have um matter of fact let me let me pull it up real quick and put my deck list up here. But um it's the one I got a rest on it uh. Based all the ones that you, that make you where you can't uh, attack or block or anything like that. So let's put my period. Gotcha. So let, let me see what there are. The yeah, the rest, the passive, pacify, pacifisms. Yeah, stuff yes. like that, and um, some uh, and um, the one I think like the one defang where that target creature uh, um doesn't do damage, can damage use. Yeah, because yeah. I was playing against a pretty good good uh, effect deck. I saw. I just I had four in my deck. I hit them all four of these big dudes. I burned everything else, but when it came up to the big guys, I couldn't do. I was putting them on there, and he just quit on me. You know, it's quite interesting, man. Quite fun all at the same time. Oh, if I can pull up here. So What's up? Can you use um, an ethereal armor? Ethereal armor, the one enchantment that costs one white, and enchanted creature gets plus one plus one for each enchantment you control yeah, yeah, and has yeah, first yeah, strike. Yeah, you can do that. But all the places I went to look for those, they they were sold out. I got I got some right here for you. I got a few extra from the Get crowd. out of town. Yep, hand them up. Give them to me. Yeah, but, uh, that's perfect. That's perfect because you got so many arrests oh, on yeah. the board and the other little things that just making every that that card that exactly. much better. Exactly. Because the best and the best other card I got that's simple and and it's holy strength, man. Holy strength is the balls and knees, man. I'm telling you on on really? on fucking uh on on popper because you get that one that you say you get plus one for each counter. You know, then you throw, you get, get a whole bunch of holy strings, throw some of those on there. And with those and those costing one, dude, just pop, pile them on, pile them on. It's great. And I, the part I love about it is that, uh, I mean, that's, a lot of people play more, I guess, the standard popper, but I like the other popper because, you know, it's like, it's still like playing legacy, man. You know, it's, it's kind of like playing legacy. You can just play older cards, you know, and all comments and stuff. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not too bad. I have to say, I really, 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 really do like, like, uh, popper, man. It's fun. 
Popper's fun. I mean, the problem with Popper now is becoming popular. So now the cards for Popper are a little bit more expensive. You see some comments that are like two, three bucks, and you're like, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that that that's the only part about it. But but it it's I like it mostly because uh, I think Kevin and them were talking about it on their podcast was a uh, that if you just want to learn how to play Magic and just play for fun, like you know, like there and I'm not getting a hold to name about digital paper kind of stuff, whatever. But the one point they made was true is that if you buy an account, you can sell the packs that they give you at the at the beginning and uh, uh and um. Uh, Get tickets and build your popper deck, and and, and just and, and just play until you get a um, until you get a the money up to get the cards that you want. And and another thing, you know, you know, just oh yeah, me and Maddie were talking about you know things between popper. I mean, not popper between online and paper is just that uh, you know you just you just have to hustle. But paper popper is just as easy. I mean, when you know, getting cards for popper is just easy because. All they had to do was just go and get three or four bucks and go through a dime box at your local store, and it, or just go to yeah, an event and then up, and they leave yeah. all the cards on the exactly. table. Exactly. Go. I'm telling you right now. Spend ninety nine cents, get you a hundred two hundred count box, and just go to the tables. Just throw stuff in there, and just separate them. After that, then then like me right now, I have so many cards right now, but you know, Popper's not really big in my area. But I was thinking about getting rid of them, some of my cards, but now I gotta go through them again to pick up the cards I want for Popper. You know, just because. I said I have a couple of friends that, that want to play, but I said I have a lot of cards. My wife says I need to thin them out, you know, get rid of them or she's gonna throw them away. So well, I'd rather you know, either get some for them because I brought a couple of boxes in that got me a got me a candy bar. So what's too bad. <laughs> so but uh, yeah, man, but Popper Online is the way to go. It is the way to go. I don't care anyone says. Um, any young kid, this is this is the reason why I say that Popper is so great for these cats out here, man. It's because in the summertime. Somebody's gonna want their grass cut, you know what I'm saying? So you know you go you go and get your grass cut. You know, you first of all, kids or young kids, you know, whatever, you know, pretty much you got online account, you're gonna need, you know, credit card information, all this kind of stuff like that, whatever. So the best way to do it is if your parents approve you doing magic, everything like that, go get a nice summer job cutting grass, walking dogs. Or or, or folks, I'm telling you, the best way to do it is if your family likes drinking diet cokes and cokes and cans, all this stuff. Save those cans up. Seriously, my wife drinks. I'm telling you right now, I should own Dr. Pepper. Really, cause my or Pepsi, you know, whatever. Cause my wife drinks so many Dr. Peppers. I mean, that's just because she, she loves, you know, you know, she, she loves to drink. But back in the day, you know, right now I can't really much do it. But when, when I was back in my house, old house, I had a garage full of cans just from her. When I was, when like uh, uh like when a new release comes out or when uh, uh what's it called um. Uh, yeah, pre-releases and stuff like that come out. I cash in my cans. That's the money I played, play for that. But now most of my money's been going, you know, I'm saying uh, like, here and there has been going for online. You know, no, I'm not like Kings, like, you know, like you guys are and stuff and anything like that. But it's, uh, it's still fun. I still, when I, whenever I just want to play, I'm just play magic. I just hop online and play. Makes everything so cool. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. That's why, that's what I like about it. So, uh, what is your, what is your thought about Popper and, and where you think it's going? Well, I, 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 from, I used to play Popper a lot when I first got onto Magic Online because it was so cheap of a format to play. And you, there's a lot of creativity in Popper. I mean, yeah, when you get to the upper levels of the tournament practice, I mean, tournament practice and actual tournaments, you're going to see a lot more, less creativity in the decks and the format's a little more figured out because it hasn't been around mm-hmm. so long. But when you play in the casual room, like, 
you got all kind of crazy stuff that you've never really seen and it just allows people to to brew really i think because you don't have these super high-end cars that you know you may want to brew this deck around but now you can't get it now there are some popper cars that are expensive like you'll see like something like serrated arrows is like nine bucks on there or eight bucks <laughs> You're like, what? I remember I had a few copies in, in my brother's account that he quit using, you know, way back in Time Spiral and it's like, yeah, they're eight bucks. Go sell them right uh-huh. now. <laughs> so, so that's the, that's the other problem because there is some, uh, uh, there is some cars that just, why, why are they expensive? So I think that Wizards does kind of need to be active on reprinting these cars so that Popper stays a cheap format. Right. You know, we, I, I mean, there's people that speculate on Popper and, you know, I'm sure everything with magic, you know, there's always going to be a financial, but, it's like this is if anything this is the one format that i i don't have no love people don't need to be making money off of it it needs to be for the people that's what the format should be mm. and that i think that's 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 where it needs to my be my brother at. you're 100 percent right about that you're 100 right right about that i mean it's just this you know like i said it, it's, it's perfect for young kids to play this game but you make it so difficult you're uh if you raise the damn prices up too much where is my car then are you serious? No, I'm looking, I'm looking at my account here, and and uh, isn't Reckless Waif a, a a a common? I mean, yeah, common. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Reckless Waif. Oh wait, wait. I think it's a common. It, it it is a it is a common, but it it's not it's not coming up on my account. Yeah. Are you serious? Let me go back to standard. <laughs> yeah. So it's back to standard. Yeah. Oh no, I was gonna. Oh, oh okay. There we go. That's you. Alright, yeah, yeah, freaking, my freaking uh, reckless waves, man. Popper is, is a great, like, like you said, like you said before, is, is, you know, it's great for the people. You know, and, uh, is, and, uh, one thing that I, I said to ask is, so basically, let me make sure I got it right, like I said, I'm, I'm new to this, I'm not totally sure, cause like I said, I like it where to play, I know how to start, but pretty much Popper is just all, uh, all commons, right? Yeah, so this is all so commons. Okay. okay. It, it'd be nice if they had a, a format where it's commons and uncommons as well. That, cause that, def, there's a lot of uncommons that are more trickier and a lot of cooler mechanics and there's just different stuff you could do with a lot of uncommons. Okay. So hopefully that eventually evolves into a format like that. Something, no rares, no mythics, just all commons and commons. Yeah, yeah cause also I think about that, but then when you think about it, then I thought of Vampire Nighthawk. You know, then it's like, oh, he gets out there, and that's a different, different beast. But, but pretty much, man, as I've been playing, like I said, I've been playing on here. I've been playing like against a lot of these blue white decks. I've been they just draw, 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 and then they basically more mill, basically mill, basically, you know, mill base, you know, Jason Racers and stuff like that, whatever. So, you know, uh-huh. I mean, it's Popper's cool. I do like playing it, you know, and also, um, you know, about uh, Kevin's them little, uh, yeah, tournament, tournament, yeah. So folks, if you don't know, uh, go in there and, uh, check out, uh, um, my homies, uh, on, um, Heavy Meta there at, uh, metadeprived.com. And I'll basically get you more information on there and, uh, listen to the cast and them talking about the, the proper tournament or not. If you can't get a hold of them there, if you can't find it, also, uh, you can, uh, find them on Twitter. Just look them up there and, um, you'll be able to, I'm sure on their show notes that they'll have their, uh, Twitter tags and everything on there on, uh, metadeprived.com. So go out there and check them out on that one. So, uh, Enough with the proper man. Proper. Popper. <laughs> um, we gotta talk about this pro tour, man. Gotta talk about this pro tour. Oh, it was insane. Oh my goodness, dude. I was not expecting this. I was like, all the other ones like, yeah, let's get some new decks come out, but some of these decks they came out with, I had totally no idea that they're gonna come out with those. 
Like which ones were you surprised Most, by? The 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 one by Melissa Delator, Washington Plant, that uh, Wolf Run Band. That was that was kind of sick. How Washington, how you know, basically it's more. I guess, I guess it was probably not more about the decks. It's more how they were piling it while you're watching them play. Because you know that you know, yeah, that, I that, 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 that's what I think it was. And just you know, just just watching the draw because everybody's seen uh seen Agar Bola, Central, uh, Central Healer, uh, Restoration Angel, and Thraktus. It's just the opportunities when it came up for that to happen. You know, she's like, Farseek, go. Farseek, go. Farseek, go. Damn! And then she get up like, and man, okay, uh, Frank's Revelation for 12. Get back up in life. That's her next turn. Pick Thraktus, back in life. And, uh, and my card was in the Pro Tour. A counterflux. Yeah! You saw uh, it. Yeah, Called I was it. like, what? I was, I was drinking my coffee and I was like, what? <laughs> I was coughing, I was like, what the fuck is that? It's like, oh shit, counterflux, that someone's using it. I knew that car was gonna be good, cause I knew that mana once this other, uh, this, this new set that just came out, uh, gate crash would affect the mana base. Maybe not the cards, but I know the lands were gonna do it. And how much amount of lands that we have now? Dude, you should not have no trouble, uh, throwing up, uh, um, throwing up that one. But, uh, now that's one of the decks I like. What is the ones that you liked on there? Uh, I was definitely, uh, the Sam deck Tarn Martell piloted, uh, for the win. That, I mean, that's just brewing at the, at the heart. You got a brewing deck winning the Pro Tour. To me, that, that's just the epitome of cool, uh-huh. you know? Uh, and that one, and also, uh, Conley Woods, he did another brew. He did, did a mono black with a tinge of red in there. And he did actually pretty good. I mean, he didn't, he, I think he fell short. He made top 16, but, uh, you know, the, just, just seeing the brews going out there. There was definitely a few cars like I, I, Reckoner. I like seeing that they had the Reckoner combo going out there. You had the infinite combo that, uh, involves, uh, Boros Charm and Azorius Charms to give the Reckoner indestructible and lifelink. And then if you do damage, it just repeats the cycle. He targets himself with his ability. So I thought that was cool. You get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, but some of the cards that weren't used and some of the cards that were in the sideboard was also very interesting. So you definitely seen that gate crash has impacted standard and we are going to move forward. All right. Now I just got one quick question. What do you think, do you, uh, what I'm looking at right now is, uh, really those grizzle brands? Uh, is that, what's it, what's the cost in casting grizzle brands again? I just got. Eight is it's eight. Four and four yeah, it's black. Eight, it's eight casting costs. Normally, you know, I'm just I'm the magic is normally you see grizzle bands. Someone's you know animating them out of there or or some kind of tricky way to get them out. But I guess he's trying to hard cast it for eight. Well, what he has is the crypt gas. Yeah, he's hard casting it. See, with, so with the Kali Woods deck, uh, people don't know about it. He's got four crypt gas, four bloom surgeons, gloom surgeons. Sorry, four grizzle bands and four vampire night hops. And he's hard casting Gristlebrand. He is not cheating them in. But the way he's hard casting is Crypt Gas. Crypt Gas is basically a new card from Gate Crash. It's three and one black. It's for a two-two with extort. Oh. It also has the other ability. Whenever you tap the swamp, you may add an additional black. Oh. So then all of a sudden you're wrapping up. So if you tap game. four, so you, you could drop this tap four, you get eight. Exactly. Oh, so, I got it now. Okay. So he dropped this on turn four. He dropped this on turn four, turn five, Grizzle Brand. They kill the Grizzle Brand. You can still pop it and get all your cards back. So there's a lot of that. Uh, that so he, but he was relying on, I think, the Grizzle Brand a little too much because the games that I did see him play with, like he was, he would lose to life total. He also had Sign of Blood in there, which kind of eats away at your own life total. And, um, there's no really other life gain in there. So I don't know if that's something that would, 
I don't know. I was trying to figure out some other way to get some life gain in the deck because the deck would go a lot further because it also has, I believe, um, the underworld connections. Yeah. He was, yeah. I've seen that in the game. That's, that's another way that you drain your life. So there's a lot of drain life abilities. So I don't, I don't know how that worked out. I got to see the testing. I didn't see his deck do well. I only was able to watch the first day of the pro tour really, uh, because I had to go with my lady to Reno for a little Valentine's overnight yeah, stay thing. Okay, that one makes makes a little more sense how it worked now. Okay, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, life total probably killed him. So um, let's um, let's go ahead and look at the see at least uh, so what's it top eight? See we got yeah. you got a, you got a link to that one. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, this is just uh, no, you got uh, Mr. Tom Martell. Pretty much everybody looked at his deck, and you know everybody knows looked at, but uh. The thing that I was looking at mostly, like I said, myself here, you know, look for standard. I was look, really interested in looking in playing, um, uh, America, you know, uh, red, white, red, white, and blue, you know, basically America, you know, type colors. So, uh, actually, in here, I, I totally forgot that there was already American mid range that made second place in the pro tour. And, uh, pretty much, pretty much the, the way I look at it is, is, uh, I wasn't looking at, the way that he's playing, he like the way he was playing his. Only reason because, because half the number of these cards that people got here in these decks, I don't have. But the main of it, main thing, what it is, why I want to talk about this uh, pro tour and the reason and about the deck selection that, these, that the uh, that these people made is is not now. Okay, okay, put it this way. Brewing is not as hard as difficult as you lay it to be. It's all about building and the hardest part about deck building afterwards is the piling of the cards. Like, uh, me and uh, Marcel were talking about before the cast started was that it's not more that, uh, that what the cards is, is definitely piling and picking the right decision at that time. So, um, let's just look over, uh, um, so you pull up a uh, second place, uh, American mid range there and, uh, just uh, mm-hmm. look at the deck. And if you, when your folks look at it, it's, you know, it's Argon of Boluses, Boris Reckoners, Restoration Angels, and Snapcasters. That's it. Alright. I mean, simple straight to the point, right? I mean, just. Pretty yeah. much. You've seen this. It's like yeah. stock. You know, everyone's seen this. I mean, you got the added bonus of Reckoner that's now right. coming in. So then you got the, so that's probably why he has some of these additional charms that he probably normally mm-hmm. wouldn't have. You know, they would be more towards, geared towards, uh, Thunder Maw Hellkite. Would be more instead in place of the reckoner. So now the deck is it, it, it is skewed to making this Boral reckoner work, and also potentially hitting the infinite combo. Yeah, see, because like, but it's the part of it that that gets me is, is that it's just um, the simple the simpleness of the deck. You got your simple card. It, it's it's my it says the creatures are simple, but it's also more the simple part of the spells. Zoya's charms, blasphemous act, Boral's charms, is it charms? Uh, not sure about this one here. I haven't seen this one yet. Which one is this one? Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I see. Moment Heroism. I know something that you wouldn't expect. You know, this, that's, this is one of. And, uh, Pillar of Flame, simple. Serious Spirit, simple. Finks Revelations. Finks Revelations, you already know what that does. Everybody knows what card that, that card does. And, <laughs> and, uh, what's the price of that? And the price of that one's now 17 bucks on that one. And, uh, and one on Summon. Oh, yeah, really? 17 bucks. $30 online. It, it went up from $20 before the Pro Tour to $31 now <laughs> online. <laughs> what? You told me it's an online car worth more than paper? Get out of town. Yeah, there's some like that. A lot, some of the mythics are more online because people redeem. Oh, you redeem. Now the we got sense. the whole redemption okay, yeah, You got it. You got it. Yeah, I guess you get right about that. Okay. You do make sense about that. But, uh, I mean, it's just, this is like this deck right here. 
I'm, I'm not I'm, any person who the person who designed this deck or you know who designed this deck. I'm not saying that they're knowing, but it's just simple enough that any one of us could have done this. You got you know got together with our group, you know, with our homies, you know, sit at the table and brew up a deck like this. I mean, that's just how this type of deck is, and 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 you see it by the praying by the big boys, but. Like I said, the second level is piling at the right time. Using the Zori's charm at the right time. Boros charms and is it charms. Win the draw a card. Win the hit him for four or make guys indestructible. Uh, win the counter spell or what's this, what's the second one on this? Uh, it's a charm. I totally forgot what it was. Uh, or you know, draw two, discard two. You know, it was the right time to do that. You know what I mean? Or do two damage to a target creature. You know, it's all about the right time of using those and really. I think the hardest card to play in these decks is Sphinx Revelations. And Why because you don't know if they have a, well, basically you don't know, the, you know, if it's going to be countered, you know, it's like, okay, I got, I got, okay, say this like you have a, um, uh, Boros charm in your, in your hand. Like, okay, I got this, but what if you, if you need the extra two life to, uh, uh, Stay alive next turn or something like that when you when you think so because you know the other guy's gonna hit you for a certain amount, you know. So you know it's about right. leaving that up. So either paying it, you know, either taking it or losing. It, it, it's a fact of winning or losing the game. Either you're gonna take that too, live with Boris Charm to save you guys, or you know, or just going and tapping out, hoping for the best. You know, so I mean, so it, like I said, it, it it hits you many 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 different type ways how how that card would fall. I mean, that's one of one of the purpose also. You know when to burn him, when not to burn him. When to either hit him or hit the creature. You know, cause like, really, man, have you have you noticed about the landfall in in these matches we watched? See how much mana comes out now. I remember back in the day, it was never like that. He was hopefully to get up five, and and by the time you get up five, either the game's over or whatever. And these are just normal decks, but now how these decks are just so strung out and stuff. It's like this dude had like, like. It's a life game. The strike yeah. tusk and it's the, the sphinxes are really a big problem. Is creating games that go as long yeah. as they do. I mean, if you got somebody getting the sphinxes revelation for eight, I mean, and that's that's something that you see commonly. This is that that's just insane. You know, it's like, is this really well, whatever. You know, it's cool. See, we got this for a point in period. Life gain is relevant in in competitive magic. Like, how often in magic's history have we ever said that before? Yeah, so, like, you know, it's this. Yeah, so it's, it's a time and a point, and we got it here. So, you know, this, it, it may be in the lane, it is whatever, but, you know, just play magic, and we'll get through it. It's not, this is not no Stone no. Blade. This is not no Jace the Mind Sculptor. Mm-hmm. These decks can be beaten, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. As you, as you can see, you, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. uh, let's see, pretty much American mid range, you got your, uh, uh, John, everybody knows John, you know, if you, you got John, if you ain't playing Threaters Olivia, you just ain't right. So, <laughs> so pretty much those cards in there, and uh, so pretty much. Well, actually, up? actually, uh, Owen Turnwall he didn't have no Thrag Tusk in his deck, and he had Jund. Even though he didn't go past the uh, the first rounds, the top eight, uh, yeah. but still, yeah, you know. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm completely wrong. I just, I completely missed. He does have four Thrag Tusk. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw that. I was like, well, I thought they were in there. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. You didn't want to say nothing yeah. about <laughs> You bad that wrong. But um, no, but uh, yeah, it's just pretty much like I said. If you Thrag Tusk is 
the yeah, play. Pretty much, is, pretty much it is. You can't you can't go wrong with threat to us. I mean, you can't can't really hate on a card that's so good like that. I mean, it can go in any color. You can splash it anywhere. I mean, that's just how the game is. So nine times out of ten, you gotta know that you're going to see a threat to us and have some prepared for it. Like me, reason why I made it to the top four a couple weeks ago uh, with my Boros decks is because I had Nevermores in there. I Nevermore shattered that threat to us. Like, because I know he had a count that, you know, like O rings and stuff like that. I was like, like Nevermore, Threat Tusk. Nevermore, Threat Tusk. What? You already did it once. It's because you get rid of that one. <laughs> so then, then, uh, then that's the third time that I, then I had to go Jace. <laughs> Cause Jason was kicked my butt after that. So like, okay, I'm doing a threat tux here, but now Jason kicked my butt. So, but once, but once, uh, once you, once I controlled the Jason and threat tux, I didn't lose. Uh, I won. Gotcha, gotcha, best gotcha, couple gotcha. part of it is I won most of my games on Boros Charms. Mm-hmm. It's not for the instructability part for him for four. I just beat him down. Boom, boom, boom. Boros Charms. Yeah, he was like, what? Charms? Crap. And I'm like, well, ain't this how it rolls? You know, and, and, and that game that uh, most of the guys that did that, I had, but it had no creatures on there. I just burned the crap on them. Just, just incinerate, incinerate. I get, I get, I get, then I, I get a couple creatures in, but then they'll terminus me, they'll doom, uh, uh, principal Clint, not principal Clint, but, uh, supreme bird to me and stuff like that, whatever, but, uh, just chipped them, chipped away, you know, so like that. So, I mean, it's, it's possible, but when we, we, we play against stuff like this, man, it's, um, it's, it's, it's really, really hard to say, but I don't care. I'm telling you, it's all about the piloting people. Watching this Pro Tour was amazing. It was amazing. I, I really, I, I could not say anything else better about, about this Pro Tour. Exactly. It was awesome. Any, anything outside yeah. of that? Did you, did you see anything that was pretty cool with the Pro Tour right there? Oh, well, I'll say uh, shout out to Scotty Mack, and he did the deck check with Tom Martell. I was just about and, to say uh, that, too. <laughs> So check them out on Mana Deprived. They had the uh, Pro Tour Gate Crash live vlog there, and I think they might actually have some of the um, footage from their after-party karaoke fun. So it might be really cool. But yeah, his deck tech was good. Uh, good shout out to Scotty Mac. You know he's a he's a professional at this podcast stuff. So you know, good to see you out there doing your thing. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I sent a, sent a tweet about that yesterday too. So hey man, great job on this deck tech. It was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I cannot. That's my homie, man. Scotty Max is, is, is the bomb DD. I don't care. Anyone says anything about bad Scotty Mac, come say it to my face. Cause I'll slap the mess out of you. That's my homie. Straight up. Anybody, anybody mess with my family, man. You know, you know what's up. This, yeah, man. It's just, this great people. So great time. Great t- coverage. Uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Marshall, uh, the one that does limited resources. He did an excellent yeah. job on, uh, on, uh, commentary too as well. On there, so you know, it's pretty much the whole. Actually, this was actually pretty good. I mean, I can I say the the it looked like actually like watching television, man. I went and and uh, yeah. got my got my cables, and normally I hook it to my you know my twenty five inch you know on my computer, but this time I connected it to my forty seven inch and watched the Pro Tour TV on there, man. I'm I'm sitting there you know doing stuff around the house and just watching the Pro Tour off the computer on the big screen, man. It was awesome. And, uh, that's the way, I mean, the production quality at this time around, they, isn't, I mean, it's not the best ever, of course not, but compared, in comparison, this is yeah. good. Like, they, they had, in between the scenes, they had things to keep you busy, they had little interviews, you know, gate crash talks with the R&D mm. team. Um, they also had the hand view, so now they're looking at the player's hands and you can see on the side yep. what's in Just their hands. Just like poker. <laughs> Com- completely changed the entire commentary. Mm, exactly. Like, 
before you have commentary and they would be kind of like guessing what could they have was in their hand. This is what they could be playing. And they'll go on tangents on cards that are not even being relevant, that are not even affecting the game state. So for someone that's not necessarily as into the game or knows magic as well, that could be distracting and it could be confusing. It's harder for someone else to follow along. This way, people could actually, you know, follow along a lot better, know what's going on in the game see what's relevant, what to think about what's relevant. So I think someone that's not as experienced in Magic could have a better time watching the Pro Tours now. And also gives the commentators, you know, a lot more to substance. It just to me it was it, it really made a big difference, I think, in the overall quality of the entire coverage. It, it was yeah, because it was just like it's definitely one of the no Star City games. <laughs> you know, so but uh pretty much that, that was the best part about it because so when I was watching it, cause I mean, I don't know if, if I'll say I was doing it bad, but when I wasn't in the living room or I had to go downstairs somewhere, I had my phone on. I was like, my phone. I was like, oh, I actually can see what, what there's in their hand, what I actually see in their hand. I'm not trying to guess, cause it showed, it's on the side when he's had playing, he had two things revelation here. He played this one and that, and, and the best part about it is normally it's when the game was getting ready to end, they already had it, you know, you know, the right total, the right information. Like, okay, if he gets these three here, if he, picks this you know revelation here and, and oh no it was that um oh that one oh it just reminded me i'm sorry i decided to just had a, this uh, brainstorm moment here it's this uh um <laughs> the one um oh crap i totally forgot what it was it was but the one that whenever how many cars in your graveyard you um i guess uh you put them back in that target player has to put that missed cards back into the graveyard uh I'll get the name of the card before the end of the show. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. My, my, my spiral, spiral? Yeah. My, I didn't see that. Cards like that is just is relevant, man. I mean, it's like, I saw that, uh, well, since we're still talking about coverage here, I saw that card in, in one of the guy's hands when I first, just, I just turned it on, didn't know what's going on. It's like, what's, what's this tire spiral? What's, what's this, what's this card does, man? Whatever. Then I go and say, okay, I hit you for a lot. That's game. I'm like, what? He didn't mill to do it out by playing a card, put it back in his, and make another guy mill him out. I, I did, see stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about. How the, these guys made their decks, what they did, some stuff you never would have thought of. I never thought of that. I ain't gonna lie. I never would have. Yeah, you know that's the thing. That's that's why we need to have pros doing what they do. Like you, they had the recent article, and you know, Maddie Studios. They got me uh, really thinking about it. I didn't hear about it before, but you know, like LSV. And then Brian Kidd were talking about this is too, this too grindy. It's like there's too much going on for you to be a pro and it's hard to oh, be yeah. a pro and have a sane life. You can't make a living off of magic and do this nope. either. But you know, we need to have these pros out here. I mean, it's, it's almost kind of elitist, but I mean, have them be a pro, have them get paid to play magic because then you're able to have creativity. You're able to have people brew decks exactly. instead of just, you know, net decking. Oh, I'm going to do this because. There's certain cards that people just are too scared to even try yeah. to play. Oh, I'm not even going to take that risk. I don't know if this could work. And and a lot of that is just it's an uncertainty. But if you're so good at magic and you have an, a, an understanding of the game, playing these cards is is, not, is something that you think about. These are things that you're going to go and gravitate towards. So you know it's better for the health of the game because now you got a greater card pool being explored and you got more options being explored. And then you'll see cool decks like the uh, Aristocrats from Sam Black or, you know, the Conley Woods Mono Black deck. You know, you'll see these come out of the woodworks and being played more often because people are more willing to brew. And I'm all about brewing. Let's make brewing yes. the, the priority. Yes, that, I think that that would be great. I mean, they, that's exactly what they should do. They should exactly do exactly what you said. Play, because I'm, I'm sure, because the thing about it, 
If there's any any type of Joe Smoes playing football, you think anybody would watch football? Yeah. Because right, right. you, you don't have the yeah. quality. You, you, I, I don't, that's why I don't watch college football. I hate no, you don't. It's because you can definitely tell that these people aren't on the same oh, level. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, but I'm sorry. I'm a big Notre Dame fan. I, I love every Saturday waking up and watching me a good Notre Dame game of football. I mean, I love football all around. I watch high school. I watch the college pros. You know, hell, I even watch the, the arena football sometimes, but not too much. Only a few okay. times. But... But you're a football yeah. fan, so you could you could go yeah. for that. I'm I mean I like football, but I I'm not I'm not the biggest sports fan, honestly. Okay, well, you know, I used to yeah. love it, and I just kind of dipped out a little bit. Yeah, so. but but yeah. I like seeing I like seeing you know quality games, and it's it's just like a parallelism. I mean, you're not saying that you don't get quality games in college, and that college football mm-hmm. doesn't, but you could just def- definitely tell, like say the skill yeah, watch level. Out the of, <laughs> what it what it what it did to my Irish? Oh my goodness gracious! Oh, first of all, I'm not even, not even gonna get started on that. But uh, um, yeah, it, that's that's the way it'd be. You know, the whole point of what we're talking about here is just that pay these cats. You you're you're changing stuff around. You're charging twenty five bucks to redeem sets now. You're doing this. I mean, pretty much you can pretty much set a price on. Any type of card you want. We're buying cards left and right. We're watching your streams. We're buying your merchandise. Hell. And, and it's only, and the thing about it is only a certain particular amount of employees that do this to say you got 30 pros. You know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, just, you know, just saying the number out there. I don't know if that's, you know, right, whatever, but you know, just say you're just paying 30 pros. Normally that you would pay anybody else that focusing their job is to write articles, do videos, Go to your pro tours, win them up, and you know, and you know, and throw them in the mix with other Joe Smoes that not, that build up. And like I said, I don't know really what you can do to make it easier for make people become pros, but I'm telling you, right now, you know, some of these cats, you know, they're older, you know what I'm saying? So, so eventually they're gonna be like, hey, you know, they're gonna be like, you know, just it's time for me to go. But then, but yeah, I I got a job, I got yeah. kids, I got bills to pay. I want to try to maybe think about buying a house, exactly. that, you know, starting a family. Oh yeah, no, but I'm out here on the pro tour and I'm trying to grind yeah. it out. No, it's, it, the way they're making it is only for somebody that either a has uh you know is rich or already set off with a silver mm-hmm. spoon, or b somebody that's young and has the opportunity to to take that, or someone c someone that just is willing to take time off of work in their entire life so that they could go play magic. Which is just kind of like it's too much of a yeah, exactly, and I think that way. I'm more more I'm thinking about it right now. Just the whole, you know, since you know, pretty much this whole paper digital thing. I think that would be the main reason. One of the reasons why digital would take over paper, because you know, you got that dad. You know, like me. You know, my daughter. She's been sick. I didn't. I ain't go FM this week. I couldn't go. So what did I do? I got. And, you know, got her feeling well, you know, gave her mess and all kind of stuff. Got her fine and lay down after like three hours of screaming because she didn't feel well. You know, so got her to feel better, all kind of stuff. She even, she even, uh, uh, went right on me. So, um, yeah, so, you know, that, that's kind of that I am. I, I take care of my little girl, you know, so I did went through all that. And by the time I got done, got her to relax. The wife was asleep. She was asleep, you know, and what I do, I jumped on moto and just made me a proper day just to play because I need to play my that Friday. So I just went on moto. Play a whole bunch of games of magic. I mean, so basically that's, basically that's what it is, man. Uh, uh, Wizards of the Coast. If you don't make this game a little more liable and make it easier for these young cats to go ahead and continue the game and become pros, 
I, I guess you really won't lose, but really, if you think about it, there'll be no more events. And, and, I mean, no, I mean, there's gonna be nothing. Nobody's gonna. This is gonna yeah, be boring. Yeah, boring because nobody, because like nobody's gonna want to travel, go out. And, that to me, that's the best part about about playing Magic. Leaving the day early, go out and do something in, in a different city. Like, you know, like Montreal. I'll be watching Food Network all the time, all the food up there, man. That's all I was thinking about. Like, man, if I was up there, I'll go to this restaurant. I think about more about going and having fun up there than thinking about, <laughs> think about Magic. But you know, but it's the whole point. Then when it comes down to business, you get down to business. And I'm telling you, if you if you let these cats think of this more as a job than as a hobby, you get better results. You, you will get, get better, better results too. because people, people, because people take kind of like put it like this, all right, into consideration. Say you're Brian Kepler, you got to, you know, you're nine, you're nine to five. All right, if your nine to five was magic and magic was paying you enough that you would do that, then instead of your nine to five working on this other job, you'd be brewing decks. You would be testing deck testing. You'd be trying these other things, maybe writing articles. So you would be improving your magic game and your magic skills and all this, you know, geared towards magic will be there. So a lot of your creativity might come out. So you never know if you, you spend, you know, brain time that you can actually, you know, thinking time and actual productivity onto magic. You never know where you might go. But if you only have like say a weekend or a day before the, the GP to, to really try to, you know, test and, you know, try out this deck. You're not going to have much time for brewing. You're not going to have much time for this because you got your nine to five that's taking up all your productivity time. So it's, you can only expect people to go so far. Now, this also leads into now we have this new, uh, the fourth pro tour has been announced. Oh, fourth pro tour. Give, give, uh, I heard a little bit, a little bit info, but you, uh, give it to Spill, man. Oh, yeah. So they, they announced it on the, um, on the, coverage but they did the announcement today on wizards on monday but they said there's going to be a fourth pro tour that's going to be taking next year and then it's going to be during the core set so it'll be core it'll be m 14 or 15 i think because it'll be next oh year. that's right 2014 that's right yeah Is yeah they, they, yeah they say they say it's starting in uh, 2014 okay yeah all right so it'll be it'll be it'll be that and um Basically, that's going to be four pro tours. There was six at one point, so this is not a, you know, bringing it back to where it was. We lost Worlds. Worlds is no longer pro tour. But now we get another one. It's going to add more PTQs and GPs and stuff's going on. Now, the, this is, this is a great thing. They're expanding. They're giving more opportunity to people. But one thing that I did see is that they're now going to adjust the pro club accordingly because now there's going to be more opportunities for points. Right. But um, that was one of the biggest problems that I remember hearing Brian Kibler and LSB saying. It's like you got to go to all these events to maintain your pro points. There, I think they're not realizing the system. They need to. If they're if they're going to now make it that you got to get 45 pro points to be platinum, I just think they're now doing it wrong. And now you're still not going to lose a lot of these pro players. There, there needs to be some kind of balance. There needs to be something where you don't need to be playing. All the time, you just need to be playing. If you could do quality over quantity, I think that's where we want to go to. Exactly. It's, I, I don't. I'm not saying you know like surely no one was trying to say is to make it easy peasy, you know, like that. But you know, just make it more reliable so that the pros continue playing, so they're not feeling as stressed as trying to produce stuff here. That's pretty much just. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is good because you'll have you know if you can't. If you gotta get, you gotta do a certain well in this event so you can get so many pro points so that you can stay on the pro club, you may try a more tried and true deck that, you know, 
it's not something that's different out there. So just having the opportunity to be like, you know what, I'm just going to take this deck to this tournament because, you know, maybe this tournament doesn't count or, you know, if I don't do as well, I'm not going to be falling out the pro club. Then, uh, then you'll see a lot more creativity and magic. But, you know, having this, having a fourth pro tour is great. And the be- I think the best part about it, they said, is that it is going to be a standard one. And I think, um, I'm a big favor of standard one, a uh, standard pro tours because it really shapes the meta and it really propels where decks are going and at the beginning they're going to now do it at, at the rotation so now you're moving into rotation you're going to have top decks figured out it's not going to take a few gps down the line before people try to figure things out so the the meta is going to be a lot more f- figured out and a, a better baseline mm-hmm. and then people will be able to adapt it from there and then they're going to have the the net the standard again in the in the winter it looks like uh Course set and then the winner. So there'll be two standard events. So you'll be able to keep the meta interesting with the pro tours because that, I think that's the only way to keep standard relevant is by having people really at the top level brewing up the decks and figuring out and then all the net deckers come in for the next couple months after that and try to tweak and do this and get stuff in and brewers will come in and be able to brew. But having established formats allow brewers to be able to brew and allow control decks to be able to come about because now you have a more established meta so people can know how to make a control deck and it doesn't take until like mid-season for a control deck to start to dominate exactly so i don't know you're you're right about that that's going to be definitely going to be great and i guess it will be more um a little bit easier to uh basically i'm saying don't lose our interest because you lose you lose our interest you will lose money if you lose money you won't be around very much long so pretty much people always remember they are nothing without you they're nothing without us without us they will be non-existent so all right pretty much <laughs> we covered the pro tour we got caught off some decks all kind of stuff here and uh pretty much Right now it was just a random, random talk here. Uh, pretty much uh, anything in the magic that in particular that you saw, cards, decks, um, stories, um, scumbag stuff. Whatever. I want to build. I want to build my Biomancer, lingering soul deck. I'm working on that right now. Biomancer. And I'm trying. I'm trying to help. Uh, Master Biomancer. Is that the one you he's get a, four of? A, win the game or something? No, he's he's the other. He's the two four. When another creature comes into play, it gets plus one, plus one counters equal to Master Biomancer's, uh, uh-huh. power. So basically, if you have him on the board, you cast Lingering Souls, your Lingering Souls are three, three, oh, five. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and if you, if you throw a Rancor on your Master Biomancer, then you cast Lingering Souls, your Lingering Souls are five, five flyers. So this is an interesting deck that I'm working Sick. on. Yeah, it's, it's so pretty what color, cool. What's color the base cool. is I know it's white, but white what? Uh, uh, Master Biomaster is a two colorless, uh, a green and a blue. So he's, he costs four to come uh. into play. So I'm, I, it's like a five, it's like a four color deck because Lingering Souls is white mm-hmm. and black. And so I, I, it's kind of like a bant. I've, I've made more of a bant type of, um, it has Restoration Angel in there and it has Thrag Test because those are kind of the cards you want to play with. And Restoration Angel helps with the, you know, blinking the creature and then you can, um, if you got Master Biomaster out there, it, it just it does some pretty nasty stuff. I got the, um, Zingana, the, the one card when it comes into play, it gets a plus one, plus one counter for your creature with the greatest power, and then you draw cards equal to its, uh, mm-hmm. power. 
So that that car is, is pretty insane. It just it, it draws so many cars, and you got master 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 biomancer out there as well. You're just drawing even more cars. So the deck's pretty good. It's not so great against aggro, so I'm I'm trying to work out what I can do to make that better. Because uh, I was playing against Maddie, and he just, he wiped my butt with it. <laughs> but I was taking care of control. Anything control or, or mid rangey, I was I was doing pretty well against. So, so, so anything fast you have trouble with. Yeah, I was, he was kept hitting me, and it was like, <laughs> I got, I got, you know, four supreme verdicts there, and I got some ways to kind of stabilize, but it just wasn't enough. So, it's something I got to work on. That's that's what I'm gonna be doing on my episode of Brewski B Strong. I'm gonna finally get that back started up. Now that standard has new cars, I got my new cars. You know, I'm gonna do a lot more brewing. I got a lot of brewing ideas, and I'm just gonna start distilling them out there. This is on paper and moto. This is on moto. I can't, I can't play paper. I, I only got enough money to do one, and I did the moto. Well, yeah, I did that a few years ago. With, that's, that's both. That's what here. Lucky enough, uh, like I said, right now I don't. Like right now, I, I don't. I don't have enough on um, moto, but you know, like I said, um, like I told you earlier, I picked up my play set of reckoners. So uh, yeah, oh, that's so, sick. <laughs> you said you got a good, good trade. Yeah, for uh, up, traded uh, Cliff Rubber Treats for Cliff Rubber Treats for four reckoners. So. <laughs> Can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> cannot beat that Ouch. at all. So it's like, bam. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. Because the thing about it, well, oh, I didn't tell you, I don't understand the story. You would think, like, wow, you just trade away a play set of uh, Cliff Trap Retreats. Remember Cliff Trap Retreats? I still have two play sets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had, for, yeah, for, I had 12, 12 Cliff Trap Retreats. And a, and the yeah, best part about it is fifteen dollars. Yeah, I know, but the thing about it is, this is back when they first came out. I was pulling them like candy, uh-huh. man. I was just pulling them, bam, bam, bam. And that's back when also when I was winning, and uh, and also was um went to a garage sale. That's the best part about it, went to a garage sale, and this lady was selling, I guess, sun stuff, whatever, and uh, and uh, he had packs of cards in there and, and I bought like a whole bunch of different uh commons uncommons I really get like I get you know like no no fancy rares but I pulled a pull up more of the like the old school the um I pulled some glacier fortresses some of the uh some of the, the green white and the red green lands out there and stuff and everything but hit a whole bunch of packs of uh I think was it was it Innistrad Cliff matter of fact let me real quick yeah. I think it's yeah, Innistrad, okay, yeah. It's an Innistrad, uh, packs in there. All of the packs, pull two Clifford Treats out of those. And I'm going, then, you know, then normally, you know, I, uh, if I, you know, go to Walmart, you know, where I just buy a pack here and there, you know, whatever, just, you know, you know, it's, it's not very smart to buy, you know, normally what I do, I buy, I might buy a fat pack, you know, just one, just one. Just for the new set comes out, just for the box and the book. So, you know, and then maybe the cars here and there, but, you know, I go store one of them, I buy a pack, Clifford Treat. Clifford Treat. Clifford Treat. And those two packs I got in there, so I ended up getting uh, having three playsets. Now I trade away one of my extra playsets that was just sitting in a box. That deck that I made, I took apart. It was sitting there, and guy was like, "Yeah, man, I really can use some Clifford cheats." And I was like, oh, "I really don't. So I don't have none. I got some in my deck here." I said, like, "Wait a minute, I got three playsets." And I looked enough in that box in there, there they were just sitting right there, just looking at me like, "Get rid of me now!" Uh. So I was like, "Cheating!" Like, take them, run. <laughs> now, and now I saw them the other day. Uh, actually, I was at the store. It's like, man. See, you don't, th- you don't think about trading. I said, dude, so don't even try Because <laughs> you ain't getting them back. <laughs> he said, nah. I said, I did not cheat you because they're both, right at the time we looked them up, they're both 12 bucks. 
Yeah. Oh, you came yeah. out of yep. that. Yep. They're both 12 bucks before they went up so, around where they are. See where they are, are right now. It's, Reckoner's 25 sold out, so he's like a $30 card yep. right now. Not online, online. See, online, this is weird. Online, he's $15, and Cliff Top Retreats online are 3 bucks. <laughs> they have a spike. And right now, the uh, Burroughs Reckoner is 25 74 so I got yeah. him when I got him when he was twelve bucks in uh, one of Cliff Trout. Is that how much are uh I think they got them here Cliff Trout? There they are. Cliff Trout on here too as well. They're fifteen. They're fi- they, they went up too. They were twelve bucks. So both, yeah. All the cars went up. So basically, they said I did not. Don't say oh he's scumbag. No, when I had these cars, nobody was done up to trade a fifty dollar car for a twenty five dollar card. That would just be dumb. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't do it. You did it? You did it? Yeah, you trade. trade. Well, and then yeah. you just happened to yeah, get better. Twelve, 12. That's it. Straight up. Twelve. Twelve. So you said you you said you got two more yeah. playsets. So you need to sell the other playset because it's, it's hot right now because Boris Reckoner did so well and that Aristocrats and the Wilds is probably fifteen. You should probably sell your one of the other playsets. Just keep one more to play with right. yourself. But you should definitely sell one of those right now while you can. Maybe get some more um, cards for your Boros deck, your red white. Yeah. Oh, I uh, said all right. That. See, that's the thing. Cause I don't have I don't have two playsets now. One is in my Boros deck now. My other one's in my Legacy uh, Legacy Boros deck. So and so basically, you know, instead of me switching out in between, I said I'm just, I'm just going to keep the other one, just keep them in there. And then, but you're all right. I should, you know, go ahead and be smart either way. But right now, of all the cards that I need, I have came across all the cards that I need to bay the build. If I want to build an American deck, if I want to build a rug deck, or if I want to uh, build a Naya deck, whatever, I have all the cards I need right now to do it. So technically, right now, I really don't have the need. But right now, no one's really paying cash right now. Cause, cause a lot of people doing the same thing I did, you know, they've been buying a lot of cars, buying up and stuff. So, you know, it's like right now there's a, you know, a little moment there. So, and it's like right now I think I'm going to just hold on to them, you know, cause, you know, eventually later on. Cause that's what they were my, my other ones, my other sets, man. I have, I have every, I have two play set of every single card, uh, I mean, not every single card, but all the dual lands from, uh, uh um, Scars and Mirror Scar Blocks. I have, I have two play sets of mm-hmm. each one of those cards. That's not a bad thing to hold yeah, on. To. So you know my uh, um, uh, creepy tar pit stuff like that, whatever you know that that, that type of area. You know I got two places, all those. So you know I'm sitting straight. You know basically main reason because I know that once I heard modern come out, I know a land is always a big thing with them. I decided to keep these two play sets of all colors, of least lands. Because right now, let's say that I think that's my next mission is because uh, actually next month my store is, is going to start playing modern. So right now I need oh, yeah. to, I need to come up with a modern deck. So what I'm thinking of right now is probably changing around my another. But the, I think my really want to play in modern is that I want to play a uh, Doug Ro- uh, Rug uh, Rug Delver. That's what I think about playing. Oh no, <laughs> you're one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, is at least I'm not playing Jun. <laughs> that is true at all. At least I'm not. That but to see, but. See, but, uh, most of the cards that are in those texts, they got what, uh, what's his name, um, that hundred dollar card, uh, you know, what I'm talking about, the one that's, that bit talked about on, uh, um, talking yeah, yeah, uh, uh, um, say it again? Talking more, go No, no, the other one that, his power is tough is equal to type of answers to sorcery cards in your graveyard, um, Termogoyf. Term- yeah, 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 you said Termogoyf, some of these. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's so yeah, early for me. Off. Yeah, it is. What about what, like nine? Some of your time? Yeah. So, yeah, we're going. Well, I had I was hungover. I just I just woke up and I'm nervous. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I definitely can hear that in your voice. But uh, 
But man, yeah, yeah, it's just um, like I said, like those are mostly in there. But I don't, I'll never ever own one of those cars. So I'd be damn. You know how much stuff I can buy. I, I can buy me uh, update my computer, buy me another twenty uh, seven inch TV, so it's gonna last longer than, than a damn piece of paper card. And plus, that's the best part about it is, cause it's gonna cause me to brew up something that I that I can put in, that I can handle with that rug. I mean, uh, not having Tomagoyf in there. I, I mean, got you. There's, there's ways you yeah. can work around. You don't need no. necessarily. Go that, that's when everybody tells me, like, when I was saying that I was gonna run my red white deck. Oh, you need to get some Thundermall Hellkites in there. I mean, it's, yes. I know Thermal Hellkites is an awesome card. If you if you got it, you should play it. But there's no need for me to go up there and get it, because technically the deck I don't need it. I'm crushing people fine just without them. Because basically I want to keep the mana base low and fast. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people. I mean, I pissed off more people who tried to bonfire me and couldn't do it. I was countering people left and right. Bam, 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 bam. With the with the frontline <laughs> medic. Like, boom, get them out of here. Uh, threat test for this. Boom, get him out of here. No, you ain't doing it. You know, and uh, um, I found a brand, I mean, I didn't say found, but I found out something great to play in my Boros deck. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, no people's like, oh, you shouldn't play this card because it's three costs. There's so many different three costs and cards. Okay, this is when, this is what, when I build decks, I think of how I can balance it around. I mean, technically, the, the week before I actually got my frontline medics, I had one frontline medic in my deck. I pulled it every single game. Every <laughs> single game I played it. Every single game. Not 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 one match. If the match went from one two rounds, I mean no two or three or three, I pulled it every single time because that shows you it all's what the deck gives you. But I didn't say I didn't need four uh, four of those uh, in there in my deck. But the card I'm talking about is a uh, uh, favorite. The one that gets each creature haste. I I I went down instead of me running two. Um, Registration Angels. I took one of those out, and I took out instead of running three medics, I run, I ran a, uh, ran two. I mean, I mean, no, ran no, not two, but instead of running four, I ran three. So now I had two f- favorites in there, man. When I got those cards out, man, I was just mocking people, throwing on battalion like that, dude. Like bam. And the thing about it, most everybody was playing tokens, so I had the legionaric dude out there, the goblin. Can't block me, son. Boom, indestructible, and you can't block. Just destroying them. Then right behind that, reckless uh, Boros Charm. I hit him with two Boros Charm. Boom, boom. Then after right. that, then I, hit, then I killed him with a pillar of flames. Down two life, pillar of flame. That's it. So I mean, Let's hope to God they don't have a uh, blind obedience. Yeah, no, nah, no, no. They didn't. They didn't have it. They're lucky enough that deck did. But then the following week he did. But I was smart, smart enough to throw uh, play, uh, not play stuff, but throw in threw in three erasers. So I had four, I had four, um, um, uh, see what's called, uh, serious spears. I had four, uh, Mizzy mortars and I had, uh, place to say, uh, I had a play set of Ash Zealots. I took one of each one out of those, threw the racers in there. So when you play a mountain, boom, get rid of it. Play another one, boom, get rid of it. Hit you for 15, game. You know what I mean? So, I mean, so it, it's, it's all how it balance and, one thing I have realized also that when I see decks being made, like if you play like a deck online, don't pay attention or don't post a sideboard. Because the sideboards I've been seeing on other people's decks would just be worthless where I play. You build, you only build your, uh, um, uh, let's see this. Oh, that's you. Alright. But, um, you only play decks that, that, uh, I mean the sideboard, sideboard up to where you play. 
Yeah, exactly. Because every med is dependent. Exactly. You know, you you never know what people are playing. I mean, you should have a basic sideboard maybe for your deck, but then if you go somewhere and you figure out, okay, I'm gonna see more of these decks, I'm gonna see more of that, then definitely, definitely make your sideboard uh, fitting your local game store. That's something I just don't don't really have. Right. Yes. Because I'm all Moto yeah. and it is see, so that's, 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 and that's the best part, uh, best part about Moto. And uh, by the way, you go. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the best thing about Moto. If you don't have, it's like Moto is for people who live in Wisconsin, not Wisconsin, but, uh, uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, up there in the boonies, you know, whatever, you know, wherever, or, or, or if you're, if you're a farming family, but you love playing a game of magic, you can't go out, but you're able to get in there in your area. That's where, that's where you want to go. All right, let's see here. All right, yeah, this this. So you got your ether armor here. You ready? Oh no. Oh yeah, yes room. sir. Yeah, we hooking me, brother, hooking the brother up, man. Hell yeah, it is on my Donkey Kong. Now I got to change around there a little bit, but um, yeah. Oh, another thing that I wanted um, you know, like I said, this is a whole random moment, so jumping here and there. This the thing I'm, I'm also I remember. Is that, you know, this is going back to when we talked about the beginning of the show. If you're in the proper and just want to play, there's bots on here that give away free cards. Just go and pick up yep. some free, whatever color you think about playing. Just pick up the, all the little random crap they got, man. I mean, I picked up, uh, then it just makes crazy, but one of these bots will give away free preordains. Oh, yeah, wow. I was like, shh, come forward. I was like, how many you have? Take them off. <laughs> Whatever they, they, they always at least give like something that's simple in there. Just go in there, find some free bot traders, and just take, just take the cards. Don't even see relevant in where you're at. And, you know, just, just take them. Cause eventually, cause like, I take a, I take a lot of cards, I put some in trade. Then normally, this, this happens very rarely here and there. I'll get one of those, I'll find a certain bot, I'll have them look at my stuff, and it'll take some of the cards, that I got from the free bot and give me like maybe like either like 0 0.2, 0 0.4, whatever. But take like the like five, six of them I add up, that's like 10, 12 cents right there. They get you another card that you need there on Moto. I mean, it's like, as a, uh, I thought I could say. Yeah, another, another thing you could do is, uh, just type in comments and there's a lot of bots that have like a hundred cars for one ticket mm -hmm. or 60 cars for one ticket or, you know, really cheap. You, you can pull some that are pretty cheap as far as like the amount of comments you get, you know, 160 plus. So you look around, they're, they vary in terms of quality of what they give you for that ticket. But for one ticket, if you get, you know, if you get 100 cards you can play or 50 cards you can play and you go spend like five bucks. Because if you start an account, you get two tickets, then you get a pack of M13. You can sell that pack of M13, I think for like two dollars and some change or right. something. So it's not great, but, uh, but you could definitely just use that right away and just start buying this common cars. The bots are the way to go. You just gotta look for a few bots. They tend to sell cars that are pretty cheap. And um, you know, if you want to start with commons, you could do a lot with ten bucks. You could get so many cards and just really jump into jump in there and just go all out. Yeah, like, I like I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I got like you know, a bunch of you know, this whole bunch of little cards here. Cruise you control get uh plus one minus turn if you control a certain, you know, just but it's just saying this most of these are commons, but pretty much all these cards are playable on uh, um, on uh, on proper. Yeah, proper. so I mean it's it's great at uh, challenging creatures. Tar um, creatures target player controls gets uh, zero plus one and gain 
all creature types, you know, stuff like that. I mean, simple, you know, you know off the wall type stuff like that. And then this one's out of the lower one. That's one on the card right now. But, uh, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying, man. Just, just go. It's like, okay, I just need something different. You know, it's like right now, I just need this another creature that, that can just, uh, another little, little simple three, four drop creature I can put in my deck. Just go through a free bot, man. Just go through the cards. Fine. What's up? I mean, it's just simple. Just, just play it smart, man. You gotta hustle. Like I was telling him, uh, telling Maddie. He's like, yeah, man, I, I, I can't, I love paper too, but I can't do paper and motos. You know what I mean? I can't do paper and moto neither, man, but you gotta hustle. Now tell me, tell me this. This is, this is, this is how to do it. Right now, everything's hot, right? Right? Okay. This, uh-huh. this happens every single time. This no matter where you are, where you play, online, offline, whatever. This, 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 uh, I call it MTG hustle. So I'm calling it. And, uh, no matter where you at, what you do, man, it's, it's all about particular time. You know, people like, you know, changing your decks up. You know, everybody likes playing this. Everybody like playing that. Was, or like at, at my shop, I had people that they play whatever was hot. Where it was hot, that's what they want. So stuff they were playing before, they don't want. Well, at that time, that's something that you want to play. You know what I'm saying? So that's when they're more willing to trade for stupid stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I had, um, uh, what was it? Um, the, the, I had two, the, the red block, uh, blood crips. I had two of the blood crips. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing, I wasn't playing, uh, black red at the time. I still have my playset of them. My, those was match two. Didn't have them. And they're about, what, um, maybe 22 some bucks a piece, whatever. You know, and then, uh, I was thinking about getting back with, um, I need some more snapcasters. This dude trading me stupid. Stupid. I was like, look, man, I really need those. I really, really need those bad. And I was like, look, dude, I don't need them. I mean, I, I want to keep them. You really ain't got nothing I want. You know, I'm really looking at, you know, some of these, uh, uh, some of these snappies here. And let's just see what the price were at the, at the time. Blood Crips. They were, they were, I think they were around 11, no, yeah, 11, 12 bucks at a time. Let's see, let's see, let's see. All right. Right, right now they're, yeah, they're up. They're up at least, let's see, about 13 bucks, whatever. You know, and how much are snapcasters? Yeah. Oh, at 25 yeah, now? Yeah. Or 20 now? Snap. Okay, so, uh, there, yeah. Online, there's so right now seven, they're 22 bucks. So basically he was still around his, his, um, his regular range between 17 and 20. Somewhere in that, somewhere in that price Okay, so you got 24 bucks. That's one snapcaster, right? This dude traded me three uh-huh. snapcasters for the two blood crips. Like, yeah, all right. exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's like, dude, dude, this is, this is how you do it. If someone does that to you, you got, you got to do this in here. So are you sure about this? And, 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 and this dude here, I mean, he's not dumb. I mean, he's probably been playing this about as much as I had, but that's just how bad he wanted. That's how, that's what you have to look for, man. You have to look for people like that, that just really just, just, just want to play. I mean, I've done it. I gave, I traded some, um, the, some planeswalkers away a long time ago, my, my, uh, Tezzerits and stuff, so. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You, and you want to make sure you don't want to be a scumbag yeah. and just get them for something. But, you know, some people are willing to make those type of deals and they're yeah. happy with so, it. I mean, so, he got what know, he's, he's want. And when he do with that deck he, that he did, he, he, he wrecked F and, uh, F and M for like almost two weeks with those damn cards. That's one thing I hate the most. Also, oh, I told you about when I traded my, um, um, guy say trash away at the time when he was like 30 some bucks and I got like eight cards. I stuff I needed for my my deck, which I on won a couple FNMs with uh, a few weeks ago. It was it was it was sweet. I was like, yeah, but the only part that he beat me one game with my own card. So yeah, yeah, this one I know this one was yours because uh, I marked it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so yeah, so I just beat you with your own card. I'm like, it's not cool, man. <laughs> it's not cool. Yeah, it's not cool when you get beat by your own card. So, uh, so yeah. 
There's the card. Yeah. Uh, three to Man, I feel bad for all those people that bought a, a, a Rarius Fury and thought I was going to do something. Which was that? Uh, that card from Gate Crash that caused a, a white, a red, and X. Uh-huh. Where, where you could do damage divided as you choose among any oh, other Oh, and Fury? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still love that. I still like that card. It's alright, but it, you didn't see it at Pro Tour oh. at all. You can... <laughs> no, and it's crashed on yep, it's on uh, Right now, you can get it for 12 bucks online. It was like, what, 25 something like that, whatever? Yeah, came out 25 People were talking about it's going to be a 30 $35 card. and Yeah. You know. It's, it crashed on Moto, it's like sub five dollars and yeah, it's, it's about five, yeah, it's about five dollars right now. So, you know, it's, it's one of those cars that you know, overhype, people always overhype uh-huh. stuff and think it's the thing and Star City is going to overprice it and people are going to pay that overprice. Just, and we all got to suffer. That's one thing I hate, man, is these cuts that, um, I mean, they'll start, mostly start seeing the games. They'll sit here and they'll just sit there and just go ahead and just raise the price for the car. They'll see it once in the pro tour. Raise it up, 10 bucks. Yeah, raise it up and, and, you know, I mean, it's just, I just hate this price hype stuff. It gets on my nerves. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's not cool, man. It's like, come on, really? Are you serious? It's just like, come on, give me a break here, dude. Like, oh, stop raising the prices on me. So folks, this is, this is nothing, this is nothing here too. You know about this. What do you do when a new set comes out and basically a big event's coming up? What do you do with that car if you think that, that it's gonna hype up? What do you do? Uh, it depends on, if, some people will buy a bunch of those cards. You, you're saying if it, like, like, like Boris Hyper, when you first saw the card and you had a chance to get a large set of them, would you have done it before the Pro Tour? If I, yeah, if I know, see, when I first saw Boris Reckon, I thought it was a good card. I didn't think it was going to be nearly be as good as it was. Um, and you know, it, it, it takes time for the there, but if I was able to get them cheap, yeah, I would have grabbed some Boris Reckoners and I made sure I bought my playset before the pros were because I had a pretty big feeling that it was going to go up and he did go up five tickets. So I was, I, I did pretty well by doing okay. that. And, um, yeah, I mean, you just got to, you gotta, but see, the thing is, you're speculating, you may base buy some cards you think that's gonna be good, and they doesn't do anything, you lose a lot of money. A lot of people don't talk about what they, when they make bad stuff. They like to talk, think about the good times, and when every time they, they made some money on something. But you know, uh, it's, it's, it's really like you gotta pay attention to the, to, to the game. Like, if you're really gonna think you're gonna buy some cards and speculate and make money off of it, you really, really gotta know what you're doing. And understand there's a risk involved because it's not always, you know, peachy and rosy. And every time that you buy something, it's going to go up. There's, there's quite a few horror stories of people putting money and stuff and, you know, it just losing. So something to think about. Yeah, very much so. 100%. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, um, it's, it's particular. I'm not saying that anytime you see something like, Oh, going up, buy it. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. Point, point I'm getting at is this. If you know a certain particular card, and then and this is and this is mostly not it's not selling or buying like online. This is mostly when that when the set kind of comes already came out, or whatever you know. So people got certain things they're willing to get away because you know at the beginning everybody looked for different stuff. So the, that's why they yeah. were Boris Regner. So that's like, okay. I know I was gonna do it, and I know I'm gonna want to play that card. And I know it was more of me wanting to play it 
but also knowing there's a little bit back behind there, knowing that it was gonna it was gonna rise up in price as well. Okay. So that's like okay, I know it's gonna be good, but I just like the car because I like some of the, the older the older type ones that was, came out before him. I like those, so that's the reason why I went got placed there. Plus, also it was just a good deal because extra stuff. So I mean, you have to definitely watch out what you're doing before you try to do it because if you try to get it the wrong time, then pretty much uh, yeah, yeah, you'll be spending more money than you exactly. should all the time. So you, you have to be yeah, because you're always chasing. You have to play broke, pretty much. That's what you got. You, for real, man, you gotta play broke. You, you can't play uh you can play like you have money you if if you play like you're broke you'll be fine for real let I me mean, just pay like like you got five dollars nothing nothing but five dollars left in your pocket and hustle to find the cards that you want that's 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 basically that's the best i can say say for you to do is you know is uh, let's see right before those yeah just um you gotta play you gotta play like you're broke man you, you cannot play like, like, you know, oh, I got the money, I'll buy here and that. You know, you gotta play smart, kinda know what you want. You, you know, they have the pre-releases, you know. You know, really at first, I ain't gonna lie, at first when I, I really even paid attention to Boris Regner when I saw the first couple of times. Until after someone, you know, really sit down and mention with it. You know, they use, that's what it takes, you sitting out with your buddies and talking about it, so. Yeah, cause you'll never think about a card or you, you may see it differently and then someone else may explain it to you a lot better and. It's, that, that's, that's why you got these teams at the Pro Tour. It's like you need to bounce ideas off of different opinions. And you see these teams doing so well that you got, you know, Star City and Channel Fireball dominating most of the field. Yeah. And it's because, you know, you're not always going to have the right answers. No one will always have it. So if you bounce ideas off each other, you both you guys end up coming with better answers. Mm-hmm. You know, d- depending, as long as you guys aren't true idiots, then you might just come up with worse answers. But <laughs> for the most part. Exactly, brother. It's a better thing. You're I'm sitting right about that. Yeah, dude, like I said, you gotta, you gotta be with it, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, be, gotta be with it. You gotta know what you're looking for. You gotta know what you gotta do. So that's why when you brew, like I say, if you go on mode and you, you start doing some of these brews and you see me on there, you know, talk to me, say, how would you think about this deck? And I could, I could show you what I got and we could play against each other and then talk about some of the card ideas. Like, all right, this wasn't working for you because most of the time, whoop de whoop this and whoop de whoop that. And I think that's, that's, that's how we'll, I, I really think I, I need to get like a group of people that I can, you know, go in there and just talk brews. I've been doing a little bit with Smitty. Here and there when I'm able to see him and you know that, that helps. Like we, I, when I was on the beta, Smitty was like one of the people on the beta that, that's there consistently and we would just test decks out on each other and it, it was a good, good learning experience. But you know, really having that, that network of people that you could, you know, rely on consistently around and just play with each other and build each other up, you know, it, it may not be as organized as a team as what they got with Channel Fireball, but you know, just doing that in general is, is something that we need to be doing to make our own game better. Exactly. And then, you know, bring us to the next step. It's the best way, it's the best way to do it, man. Just, just balance yourself all right. Find out what you want. Get with your crew. Talk it up. I mean, it's like right now, like, if you, it doesn't matter. The world is so advanced now. I mean, if, no matter if you move or not, folks, we got Skype. We got all other ways to kind yeah. of, you can, uh, communicate with people. Just get on and, and look at Moto, man. I mean, just, you know, do like your own little online little things, you know, playing here, play tests here and there. So, you know, there's so many different yeah. things you can do. And you could even do, say, uh, Google Chat. Yeah. And G Plus or something, and you could do video. And I think, I think there's a way you could do show your cards with your vi- webcam. And so you could do like, if you can't get Moto and you just got your playing cards, you could play against your buddies mm-hmm. that way. 
So there, there uh, you know, you could have two accounts going on, one showing your face and then one showing your hands or whatever with on the on the board. Exactly. So there's ways that there's ways that you could definitely, you know, reach out to people on the internet and you don't have to feel like everything's there, but if you want to get better at magic and keep it keep it alive and keep your ideas going, you know, just bounce off other people and be willing to take some criticism because that's one thing that I think I have a hard time doing and I know other people have a hard time doing is just some people may tell you stuff about your deck that you don't want to hear, that you may be doing something completely wrong. And sometimes you may have to reevaluate, well, what are you doing? And is, is this person saying the right thing? And maybe even just trying to maybe be like, oh yeah, this is right. Or it could just be completely wrong. But being, being willing to accept feedback that may not be what you want to hear is definitely something else to work on to make it seem better. Exactly. Don't take a thing to heart. People are actually trying to help you here, but you gotta, uh, yeah. You gotta be with it, man. You gotta be, you gotta be simple with it. Don't, uh, don't go crazy on it. It's like, oh, I'm gonna stop. Why you, oh, so what, man? I thought you was building this cool deck. What happened? Man, they said my deck got this was stupid, so I quit playing. Man, don't ever, don't ever let nobody shut you down. Don't ever, no matter what. They, they had the nerve to shut you down. You, you know what? Just, our words I can say is effort, man. That's pretty much, that's, that's about it. I mean, you have, pretty much anybody, you have no right to be able to tell someone that. Oh, they, 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 their deck sucks because I'm sure your little garbage stuff that you're talking about probably ain't too much better anyway. So always remember, yeah. it says someone's always worse than you, no matter what. <laughs> I don't think about think that every day. <laughs> someone's always doing worse than me, you know. So that's what that's okay. You gotta yeah. look at it. So I used to cry because I had no shoes till I met a man with no. Yeah, shoes. there you go. Exactly, exactly straight point. You know, sometimes when I have a hard time in my life now, I'm always like. Oh, my life is over. But then, you know, then I realized and some, you know, the man upstairs throws something in my face. I'm like, wow, this, this, you know, and, and it comes at the strangest point because one part I was feeling really down one day. I had really, I had a problem and, um, I was listening to, uh, Pandora. I listened to the blue collar, t- uh, uh, TV, not t- TV, but you know, some of the comedy skits and it was, and it was, uh-huh. uh, and it, you know, it was Larry Cable guy never talking about. It was a, Soldier, that was in Walter Reed. The only way he can talk was by holding a button down on his voice and getting air in. You know, stuff yeah. like that. You know, it's like how bad I am. But no, he said, you know, and he said exactly the same time too. We complain about having so much trouble, but then this soldier here, you know, he's no ever gonna be normal again. But you know, and stuff like that pops up. So don't, don't, don't ever let it go. I was thinking that you're, you're. That everything's worse for you, that your deck is garbage, and, you, and then what people criticize your way that is playing. Don't ever let them bother, bother with that, because I'm sure what they got is, is no better. So, I'd say just, I'd say just leave it, leave it as that one there, folks. I always remember, someone is always doing worse than you. Alright, my brother Marcel, I think that's about it, sir. Wrap it up right there. Uh, anything else you want to throw out there? Right now, I think we should definitely, uh, throw out some shout outs, man. So, uh, you, you hit it off. Uh, shout out to the Brainstorm Brewery crew, uh, Ryan, Corbin, and Jason. Uh, big shout out. We're now going to be on Gathering Magic. We'll be their first official podcast. So that's where you can find us now. First, we'll be on MTG Cats a week later in our website. But, uh, yeah, we're now on Gathering Magic. So shout out to Adam Staborski. He, we was working with him. He's a, lead guy over there at GM so we were working he, he helped us you know get the cast to a more polished point and I think we're excited to be working over there at Gathering Magic so that shout out to those guys and um 
Definitely Maddie Studios and Kevin Metal. Uh, we're getting ready Crazy. for this GP Vegas. <laughs> you guys show's great. You guys are doing good. And then, uh, Chewy and, uh, Jack Lacrosse from Monday Night Magic. I gotta send a shout out to them. I was on Monday Night Magic last week and it was, felt good to be back even though Jack wasn't there. But yeah, shout out to those guys. And I know I'm missing somebody. But, uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Never mind that. Yeah, man. Uh, um, pretty much like I said, same here. Uh, give a big shout out to, uh, KV Metal. Uh, and my homeboy, Maddie Studios. One big shout out to my, one boy Marcel jumping on my show, man, and um, give a see big shout out to my my homie uh, homeboy homeboy Les there on Twitter. He he's uh, always sending me up some deck lists and stuff and everything. And I'm sorry you sent me a deck list and I have not been putting them on the uh, on the site quick enough. I blame Gear Wars too, but uh, <laughs> but uh, thanks again for sending them in. Oil gas dad, I haven't heard nothing from you, man. Hit me up, Chris Scotty Mac. I want to say. Well, what's up to you, man? You did a great job there on the on those deck techs, and I hope to get you back here on the show as well. And uh, pretty much also to all the new follow my new followers on Twitter, I want to give y'all a big shout out and say thank you for following me, and uh, welcome to the Brainstorm family. So once again, it's your boy Tyrone here with my homie. What? Oh, come on now, it's oh. you. So with my homie, what? Marcel. And- <laughs> Marcel, <laughs> right here. <laughs> homie Marcel, and uh, thank you for listening to the Brainstorm. You guys have a good one out there. Peace out. Later. Freaking, uh, um, fucking, uh, I, I thought they uh, were a counter, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, commons. I, I swear that they were commons. I think they're uncommon. I believe so. Let me just check real quick. Are you gonna cut this out? <laughs> what was that? You edit your cast because this is not good um, podcast material right here. <laughs>